0: Good afternoon, ladies, gentlemen, and others. You are listening to Nonfiction Thoughts, hosted by me, the luscious Luigi, and I'm joined by my co-host.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Birdchild, and I am positively thrilled to be with you here right now.
0: I'm so happy to hear that. So, Birdchild, how have you been this week?
1: I have been uh, pretty busy. I can imagine. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's, yeah, that's usually how it goes. Um, Lots of quizzes, lots of exams, as is the case. Not a lot of homework. Well, a little homework, which is weird, but it, 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 it's complicated. It's hard to explain. I will say, I have been fiending over the New York Times' new, not sponsored, but New York Times, if you'd like to sponsor us. I'm not sure if they're even, do they do that? Do they sponsor people? I don't think so. Cause I have no idea. They're I don't journalistic. Feel to, they're. To, uh, talk at all just you're gonna stay silent forever um oh yeah okay that's a clever clever one I I feel like as a journalistic ent- entity they can't really like sponsor commercial endeavors you know they gotta be like
0: I don't know I feel like I should know this considering I'm, I'm exa- I was thinking pretty that. in that I'm not actually sure on the legality or the ethics of a journalism company paying someone else to plug their own content
1: exactly because it's like obviously it would look bad if they took income from very biased organizations who have an agenda to push because they're you are journalists but i don't know if they i don't imagine they would really be shelling out for anyone because like of course, this is all completely speculative. Both of us have no idea what we're talking about, but I imagine their margins are, are thin enough that they don't really have the room to, like, you know... The New York Times speaks for themselves. They don't need people to advertise for yeah, them. I, it's, it's like how Harvard doesn't advertise. They don't really send out, like, mail. They speak for themselves. You, yeah, they don't everybody need, knows Harvard. Exactly. If it were your local newspaper, you know, maybe... Because they have to sell ad space. Actually, that's... Wait, that's a so good point. I, I think it's... Typically the to...
0: other way around. Like the exactly. news is the the advertising platform. Right. So usually they right. advertise for themselves. People want to advertise exactly. on there because everybody theoretically already has the Okay, news.
1: that's a very good point. That's but, a, so exactly. So they yeah. are the billboards. Billboards don't need to advertise for billboards. They're already billboards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now that we've got that out of the way. Right. I've been fiending the New York Times' new mini puzzles. Okay. The connections. Have you heard of or played The Connections? No, it's not like Wordle at all, is it? It's it's in the same vein. So if you were on Wordle officially and you were swiping through the games, Connections would be one of them. Okay. So you have Wordle, you have... This is for the free games. I have yet to shell out for the pay-for ones, but who knows? That might be coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's how they get you. Yeah. So they have, they have Wordle, um, which I'm pretty sure everyone is familiar with. I don't really see a need to explain that. They have the mini crossword, which mm-hmm. again, I think is pretty self-explanatory. They have Sudoku, the spelling bee, so like, for example, you have a set of letters and you have to spell out as many words as you can with oh, those yeah, letters. Yeah. So like, so that kind of stuff. They're all like, you know, these fun little brain teaser puzzly games, right? Right, right. And the new one, new ish, it's been out for like a couple weeks now, I think, is Connections. And what this game is, is it is a four by four set of words. Okay. So you have 16 words, and there are four groups connecting. There are four groups, each with four words. Mm-hmm. And you have to, they're all scrambled up, and you have to pick out the groups. You have to find the four words that belong to each group. Mm-hmm. So for example, um, I'm, I'm going to try to come up with this off, off the top of my head, so bear with me if it's weird at all but you could say uh you have a bunch of words you know i don't know bubble gum microphone hat right mm-hmm. and then you also have interspersed between those tire wheel basketball and marble okay and you would pick those out as like things that roll or something like that You know, oh, that's like okay. so that's the, conne- the so the connections could be like things that roll things you say Things you see at a baseball game. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it could also be word-based, so like mm-hmm.
0: words that end in vowels. Hopefully not that simple.
1: Hopefully not that simple, but potentially um, a, a common one is like if you have if you have a group of compound words with a shared like suffix or affix, mm-hmm. or I guess first word or second word. I'm not a puzzle architect as much as I would words love to be. Words that end in ing. <laughs> a, a, a fun a fun title i aspire for is puzzle architect because i like puzzles but like i've never tried my hand at making them So i think that could be a cool like a cool little project you know yeah so okay so how about this fly man work hose
0: are you asking me to find the connection here exactly fly man work hose
1: fly man work hose
0: what kind of fly like the animal fly or like, like that, the that's all you fly? get that's oh, okay, all that's you it. see it's so exactly flywork man ho
1: which is why the game is so fun is because a lot of times you have red herrings because some words are very ambiguous so right. it could be a zipper fly it could be the act of flight like a like a what a plane mm-hmm. does it could be a bug things a man does things a man does good guess but for example one solution could be fire blank firefly fireman firework Fire hose. Interesting. Right? Like, that okay. kind of, that, hmm. that, that's, that's the style of it.
0: Maybe this will be the word game I actually play. Yeah, it's really I fun. I still haven't played Wordle.
1: That's unfortunate. But I don't blame you. Wordle's not my favorite. I love Connections. And I suspect, I've been thinking, because all of my friends were like, oh man, did you play the Connections today? It was so tough. I was like, not to flex, but I thought it was really easy. I got them all in one go. And they were like, wow. That's, that's, that's crazy, but I think I know why. There is a game show on the BBC uh-huh. called Only Connect that I used to watch, and it is literally that game and its derivations. That's all it is. Huh. And I used to binge it a lot, and I really enjoyed it, and I think that's why I'm good at The Connections is because that game show... One, it has, like, four rounds. One of the rounds is literally just that game. but But, like, kind of harder and weirder and more British.
0: You never know what weird British game shows you watched as a kid are going to help you in the future.
1: Exactly. Again, a lot of it is not super useful. Like, oh, those are all Australian cricketer last names. Like, no. I'm, no. That's, (laughs) no. You're not, uh uh-uh. But, you know, for example, Parts of a Bike. But like obscure ones, or parts of a parts of a blade, like tang, you know, like you'd have to tang
0: know that, hilt pommel.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like like that kind of that stuff. That one I would. Get. Or no no no. Um, one of the fun ones from Only Connect was like typefaces or or punctuations. punctuations. Or no, no no no, things used in typesetting. Okay. So like a pilcrow. You know what a pilcrow is? I don't. It's it's. It the, sounds like a weird bug. Have you ever seen when um when you make a paragraph break and it's like a backwards P
0: backwards yes yeah yeah yeah.
1: that's a pilcrow so like stuff like that those are like used in typefaces Uh, again I I can't quite think of the names right off the top of my head but you know I think maybe asterisk was another one but all those little fancy typographical elements like those all have names and those were all on the board one game and Mm -hmm. you had to pick those all out like oh that's a pilcrow you know, I think maybe ellipses was an easy one or something like that. Interesting. Or no, it, it was maybe margin something something something. Uh-huh. Anyway, point is, I enjoyed that show because of its its connections and stuff, and so right. that's why I like the game.
0: Fair enough. Did you ever watch Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? I did not. I feel like you probably would have liked that show as a child.
1: I probably would have. I, think, I did. I think the reason I never watched it was because I didn't know about it until after fifth grade. And I think younger me, and even me now to an extent, is so conceited and arrogant that I know the answer is yes and I don't feel an (laughs) obligation to even watch that show. It's like, of course I'm smarter than a fifth grader.
0: I actually watched that show in second grade. (laughs) And I remember this one particular question. I would watch it with my dad. right, And we both get kind of into it. And a lot of times it'd be like basic grammar questions. Right, right, so right. It was, right. Uh, what part of speech mm-hmm. is are these words? I love it. He, she, it. Mm. And it was like the final round, the bonus round. Right. And I was like, that's a pronoun. Yeah, That's so easy. Uh-huh. That's a pronoun. And the guy goes, adjective. And I went,
2: that's a pronoun. How could you be so dumb?
1: Yeah.
0: Because I would just been learning that in second grade. Yeah. That moment sticks with me because I was like, man, I'm smarter than a 47-year-old.
1: <laughs> oh, so one of the contestants said it was an adjective. Yeah, it was the I contestant see, that I said see. that. Yeah, I thought for a second you said that was, I, I thought for a second that was the correct answer. No, huh? no, no. At which point I was shocked. Of, what are you talking about? No, but anyway, no. yeah, it was, it was yeah. the contestant's answer. Smarter that made than me a 47-year-old. That. I That doesn't really surprise me because I feel like, There's, especially in the United States, there's a very big discrepancy between like the knowledge you have in sixth grade and the knowledge you have at 47, you know? Like,
0: no, 100%. I mean, so
1: so it does make sense, but still.
0: It was, they were all questions like that. They were like basic, right, right, right. Early grammar. Sure. Like, uh, I remember, okay, the one that I did get wrong that always stuck with me and Mm -hmm. that I subsequently used to trick all of my friends. (laughs) How many states of matter are there?
1: States of matter? Yes. Okay, you're asking me this question,
0: <laughs> so I'm I ass- you'll know the answer. I assume if you I'm get this assuming, wrong, I'm
1: Okay, so I'm assuming the answer most people would say is three, and I'm assuming your correct quote-unquote answer is four. Yes. Okay. Okay.
0: Because there are four states of matter.
1: Okay, I'll 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 let that be <laughs> for now. I'll let that be, but do know I object to letting that be. All right. Yeah.
0: Well, maybe we'll come back to that maybe at a later point. Maybe we can revisit
1: point. that at some point. But, but
0: anyway, uh... I, I used that once I figured it out. I was so dumbfounded. I was like, what do you mean there's more than three? What's the fourth <laughs> one? And then they went plasma. And I said, well, what is plasma? Yeah. And it's basically superheated gas. Exactly. From my understanding where the electrons been, like break off as well.
1: Couldn't have said it better so, myself.
0: Yeah, that was that was when I, I went to school. I'm like, guys, yeah. how many states of matter are there? I bet you don't know the answer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, four. There'd be like yeah. three, and I'd
0: be like, there's four.
1: My, um, and I would tell them it's plasma. Of course, right. One of my favorite little tricky, stupid things is uh, how many months have 28 days?
0: How many months have 28 days? Yeah. Just
1: 28 or 28 minimum okay 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 you're getting ahead of yourself here just answer the question
0: all of them have at least 28 days
1: bingo there you go every month has 28 days some of them have more than that well most of them but you know what one i'm trying one of them to say. has exactly that exactly. Many,
0: except every four years where it has 29 <laughs> Ex-
1: okay so you 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 clearly get it it's february if you didn't know <laughs> Back to the, I wanted to say back to the states of matter, I heard this, oh, right. I heard this really good explanation, not really explanation, but you know how a lot of people ask what state of matter fire is? Have you heard that a lot?
0: I, uh, not horribly often, but I have heard it, yes.
1: Okay, so that, that's like a big thing. Every, a lot of, a lot of people, especially when they're learning about phases of matter, they go, well, what state of matter is fire? And you know, it's a good question. And you're like, oh, well, it's, most people would probably say, oh, it's plasma. Well, that's. Decidedly not true.
0: The answer is that it isn't really a state of matter because it's just energy.
1: Well, it's not matter. That's the fundamental of it. But yes. So someone's like, oh well, it's plasma. No, it's definitely not. But how can you really ask what state of matter fire is? Can you ask, oh well, what state of matter is a hug? What state of matter is a jumping jack? Like you know, like it's not. You you don't it's 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 a it's a reaction it's not matter exactly it's not matter what state of matter is childlike whimsy like no that's
0: (laughs) i think it's a guess yeah like
1: (laughs) it's it, it doesn't it doesn't fit those rules so i don't know i just wanted to share that that was a very fun kind of not really outside the box but i mean accurate and fun answer to a question that i feel like a lot of people have wondered at one point in their lives oh for sure so there you go.
0: Kind of reminds me of that uh, "is water wet" question, mm, mm-hmm. and I remember our friend Ryan O'Kirk. <laughs> he would set traps for people who would who would use the fire debate and say, "Oh, fire isn't on fire, but it burns things. Water's right. not wet; it wets things." And I remember Ryan O'Kirk in like eighth grade pulled out the most specific circumstance. In which the, ox, the the fire gets like extra oxygen or something, and actually ends up burning itself.
1: Right, right.
0: Because it like oxidizes or something like that. Right. So fire does actually burn itself. Therefore, fire <laughs> is on fire, and water is wet. And I remember thinking at the time, the way he argued it, I was like, "Dang, I lost." And then I thought about it for more than point two seconds, and I'm like, "That was the most straw man, like." <laughs> specific situation i've ever heard in my entire life props to him for arguing it that way because he got a lot of people with it yeah
1: that's why debating or arguing with ryan o'kirk is completely fruitless (laughs) it is entirely a fool's errand you will never win even if you're right even if you're a hundred percent right you will never win and whether whether that's for good or bad i really couldn't say but it's dangerous i'll leave it there because like I know him well enough to to have seen this behavior and I know when it's happening to me and I just I shut it down I don't engage with it but I know I've seen him with people who don't know him and it is terrifying to watch because there reaches there sometimes there will reach a point in an argument where he knows he's wrong he knows he is full tilt just <laughs> completely incorrect in the wrong has absolutely no ground to stand on and yet he will argue like his life is on trial at the <laughs> stand and he it will just it's just it's it is extremely entertaining but it is horrible to be on the receiving end oh, of it. 100% it is infuriating and that's how he he's, it's like a fly trap like it's, it's like quicksand like the more you try to thrash around and get out like the deeper you sink it's terrifying. Yep. And so that's why I'll never engage with like his stupid arguments. I'm like, "No, that's give me a break. No, you're I'm going to keep that up. in mind <laughs> yeah. next time I <laughs> talk to him about literally anything." It's it's funny because he is probably the most contrarian person I know. Like oh, even 100%. if 100%. Even if he believes something with his full chest, if you express support of that, if you catch him in in, in whatever circumstance he may fall in Sometimes he will just argue the complete opposite for no other reason than his own entertainment. And it is terrifying. Because again... Those are the
0: people that are the most dangerous. Yeah,
1: it's, it's scary. But it is funny when you're, when you're a spectator.
0: It's horrible to be on the receiving
1: end. Oh my said. god, it is worse. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. It is, <laughs> it is nightmarish.
0: All that being said, Ryan O'Kirk is a very intelligent individual. Which is why it's so much worse. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I have enjoyed many a thought-provoking conversation with Ryan O'Kirk.
1: Yeah, and and if if he's not in a troublemaking mood, I'll say, you can have extremely engaging and thought-provoking discussions. Absolutely. When he's not actively working for your destruction, (laughs) it can be really, really fruitful.
0: Very much. Now, I'm going to say this now because I don't want to forget. Yes. But I have been trying to ask for the yes, past 4 weeks about what your thoughts on the Scott Pilgrim movie. Yes. But because I don't know how long this is going to take. Uh-huh. I'm going to put a pin in it. Okay. And then I'm going to come back to this shortly.
1: Okay. Shortly. How short is shortly? Should I set a timer?
0: In about ten ish minutes, ten ish minutes, I'm gonna come back to
1: that. Okay, but okay. in the
0: meantime, I did want to say, yes, that I will be studying abroad. Hopefully,
1: <gasps> that's this so summer. exciting. Do you know where yet?
0: Uh, somewhere in Spain. I don't.
1: Oh, España. That is fantastic. I'm not, I'm not fantastic. too comfortable specifying exactly. Sure, there, sure, sure. Uh, but naturally, I
0: w- hopefully will be studying abroad in Spain this summer and
1: I'm very very excited is incredible congratulations I hope that comes through because that would be sublime that is super super cool very cool that is awesome
0: set me up very nicely to uh, double minor in Spanish and and telecommunications
1: so there you go
0: that's really cool I was at the Spanish club here at our university Uh of which I'm actually
1: the vice president oh do you have a card
0: no, I don't. <laughs> oh.
1: yeah, yes, you do. You cut that. Cut this later. <laughs> yes, you have, yes, you have a card. It's laminated. Thank yeah. you.
0: Uh, I do want to say Caveman Carl is actually the president.
1: Oh, wow. So, Phenomenal. So we, Nonfiction we kinda, thoughts alum.
0: Indeed. I was talking with my current Spanish teacher mm-hmm. who was at the club that night because of the meeting that we were doing and all. Sure. And we were about to leave. We just finished having you a know, good discussion. I was like, real quick, before I forget, I do need... A recommendation from a professor to, to complete my abroad application. She goes, Yeah, I got you. Don't worry. There you go. And I just looked at her for a second, like, uh, She goes, You wanted me to recommend you, right? Yeah. I said, uh, Yeah. And she goes, Yeah, I got you. Don't worry.
1: Nice.
0: And I was like, Let's go. Yeah.
1: Simple very, as very that. exciting. So That's awesome. I almost forgot the obligatory chair lowering. I was going to mention something, but I didn't. <laughs> I'm going
0: to. I I almost don't want to lower my chair because I feel like it's in just the right spot right now. I was just
1: about to say you look pretty good. I'm
0: really comfortable right now, so I'm not going to lower it. Okay, know that we didn't forget. (laughs) Well, we did,
1: but I kind of remembered. Okay, I mean, I kind of remembered too. My chair's pretty. Okay, okay. here, how about this? Let's meet in the middle. I'll do. I, I, you can, you can be fine. I will do one tiny little scoot.
0: Okay, beautiful.
1: Thank you. That actually did help a little bit. Okay, well, great. I'm okay. glad somebody got something out of that. <laughs> I, I think we're all right. So, Scott Pilgrim.
0: I was going to say it if you didn't.
1: Well. So, Scott Pilgrim. I said it. So to, I said it. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> right? Okay, so to yes. set the stage for everybody listening here, me, Birdchild, and uh, a few other people. Piccolis. are uh, another friend. We all got together and we forcibly removed the couple that was sitting in our commons to watch <laughs> Scott Pilgrim in there. And we watched the 2010 Scott Pilgrim movie, directed mm-hmm. by Edgar Wright.
1: Starring Michael Sarah as Scott Pilgrim.
0: And Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Ramona Flowers. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's amazing mm-hmm. because of the editing and the, yeah. the soundtrack, the acting, the visual comedy. I think it's all on point and it's just... Really quirky and super different. Even if maybe the story kind of nosedives a little bit at the end, the ending doesn't really make sense. Mm. I just think it's such a cool movie and such a different movie. It's always worth a watch. And I have been absolutely dying to hear your thoughts <laughs> about this for the past, like, month. Yeah. Because every time it it's has been not come up organically.
1: It's been a while. So, yeah, now we need to force it. So please tell me your thoughts. I really want to know what you thought. I hate to say this, but... You said everything I was going to say. Oh, I tricked you! Ha ha ha! I, I thought I was going to say I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't bring this up. No, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it was good. It was good. Was it something that I personally am fanatical about? No, not exactly. That's fair. But I still thought it was very good, and I 100. This is this is my philosophy for a lot of things that I don't enjoy or just. It's not my cup of tea, and again, that's not to say this wasn't my cup of tea, but I absolutely acknowledge the things that make it great, mm-hmm. especially for other people. Yes, it was extremely refreshing, very different. Yes, unlike any movie I've ever seen. Very different, very creative. I know it was inspired by you know, the comics and what have you. So yeah. it has, you know grounds for that. It wasn't just pulled out of the ether. Um, different, creative, quirky um very fun, like you said, the editing, sublime, very well-produced, and just extremely entertaining. Yeah. I mean, what what more should a movie be other than extremely entertaining? And that's exactly what it was.
0: I agree. I don't think it needs to be much more than that. Well,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it doesn't need to be much more than that. Exactly. It's great if it is.
1: It's great if it is, and that's what makes it great. But yeah, I was very entertained by it. And I actually kind of, I don't know, I thought the story was fairly compelling the whole way through.
0: I agree. I just... I think the way that the movie sets up the story and the way the ending happens, i see which I I I mean, the story is like over a decade old, but I I still won't spoil it.
1: I was also going to say, you, I understand, definitely have more experience with it, and I think you know that there are alternate endings, as far as I'm aware.
0: Yeah, so the background behind that is that the movie was being produced... Before the final volume of the Scott Booker comic came out.
1: I see. And
0: the original creator, Brian Lee O'Malley, was working with Edgar Wright a little bit. He Uh had a manuscript of the final that they used to kind of make the movie. Right. But the movie goes in a slightly different direction anyway, where Scott ends up with somebody different from the movie's ending. Right. The comic books were published after the movie, or right before, after it was finished filming. Right. So then they changed the ending to align with the ending of the comics. I see. Which doesn't necessarily fit
1: Oh the, that makes the, more the sense the movies Yeah, on. they sort of kind of had to retcon that into they sort of had to make it like a last minute change. Yeah. Okay. Basically. That makes sense. That makes sense. So again, I had no idea. I thought it was kinda of fine. Um, but I, I didn't I think it works. Uh, yeah. But but I didn't know that it was, you know, forced like that. So yeah. of course you did, so Obviously, it, it would read a little different, but yeah, um, visually very funny, casted ex- phenomenally, perfectly, very very good casting, and it's funny too because I'm generally not really a fan of Michael Sarah, nothing personal, I just he's don't, just, I just he's so good as Mike, as I just Scott don't Pilgrim, like though. him, I just I I, I I don't like movies with him, understandable, um, I loved him as Alan in the Barbie movie. That was incredible. I haven't I
0: mean, seen the Barbie movie.
1: That's There's a lot to unpack there. I'm just kidding.
0: I, I've talked at length about it really, with my girlfriend, with, okay. with Ms. Luigi. But, but you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> All right. I don't go to the movies that often anymore, if I'm being honest.
1: Okay. I guess that's... I, I, okay. So because it's something that just came out, you can only see it in theaters, and that's why you didn't go...
0: Well, just because something just came out doesn't mean the only way you can see it in theaters.
1: I understand that, but still. <laughs> You're right there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry. Uh, I, 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 just, I, I remembered something that, that made me laugh that I'll perhaps share in a moment if I can figure out how to tell it compellingly. Okay. But continue. Okay.
1: Um, anyway, I was just going to say that he was... He was great in Barbie, and he did a he did a phenomenal job playing Got Pilgrim. So very much. That's yeah. What more can you ask for?
0: So I have to ask now. Did you like Superbad? Have you seen that? Super Superbad.
1: Super Oh, With Michael, Sarah, and I don't think so.
0: Why can't I remember the name of the other guy?
1: Joe. Joe. Mama. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo! You can't do that. Well, I just did so.
0: All right. Well, I think we have to have another movie night and watch Super Bad. It's like the the quintessential high school guy movie.
1: Mm, You mm. know what I mean? It's I might have a while ago. I forget, honestly.
0: It's about three nerdy kids trying to get laid at a party.
1: I think I've I think I honestly think I've just blocked Michael Sarah out of my brain. Fair enough. Besides these those two roles. Um But yeah, I was watching, I'll tell you what, I was watching I always love doing this. I'm not that good at it, but like are you, a, are you a names or a faces person?
0: I honestly don't know anymore. I used to be names. Hmm. I used to remember both. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've gotten lazier or just the way I remember things has changed, but now it just kind of depends.
1: Interesting. Like, I guess that makes sense.
0: There's still people from when I was boxing last year that I know, like I can see their face. Right. I have no idea what their name is. Okay. And vice versa. I don't know what they. I can't remember what they look like, but I know their name.
1: Right, right, right. So I have always been a faces person. Okay. Um, and so whenever I watch movies, I'm always looking for like actors that I've seen in other things, mm-hmm. and I remember them not by their names because again, faces over names. I'm like I have no idea who this guy is, but I know he was this person in that movie. And sometimes I'll look it up. To verify, and it right. feels fantastic. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, Oh, I nailed that. But, um, I was watching the Grand Budapest Hotel finally. By, I'm not familiar, but directed by Wes Anderson. Really, really good movie. And I finally watched it, even though it's like probably almost a decade old now. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not quite that old, but still. And I was watching it, and at the very end, I was like, "Wait a minute, that guy looks familiar." And it was just this throwaway character he had like maybe 60 seconds of screen time if that probably more probably like three minutes of screen time but still it's like a two-hour movie so really nothing and I was like is that Gideon and it was it was Gideon from the 2010 Scott Pilgrim I was like oh I (laughs) nailed that like I wouldn't have gotten that had I not watched Scott Pilgrim but yeah I was like oh that's that's really good that was a that was a tough one
0: that's awesome. Yeah.
1: Cause again, I feel like Gideon didn't have, I mean, he had screen time, but it wasn't like Michael Sarah screen time. No, no. And I mean, then, he's
0: the, he's the last,
1: exactly the last guy, the yeah. last evil ex. And then for Grand Budapest Hotel, like, it was a really, it was a tough one. Right. There were actually a lot of, I mean, again, cause Wes Anderson's like a, a pretty well known and established director. Um, a lot of his cast was people who I've seen elsewhere. So it's always, it's, it's it's fun to do that, in my opinion. My humble opinion. Oh, for sure. Objectively, in my opinion.
0: Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: you see what I did there?
0: I like to do that with the... I'm going to say that again. Yeah,
1: <laughs> maybe take that one more time.
0: I like to do that with voice actors.
1: Oh, that's a fun one.
0: Like, yeah, if I'm watching cartoons or anime or whatever, mm-hmm. and I recognize the voice, it's mm-hmm. like... That see, was...
1: Right, That was right, him. Right. My problem with that is I feel like talented voice actors will change so much for every role that it's it's very difficult if they do it right you know
0: sometimes i think it depends on kind of what you're looking for this for is the true role. i mean some voice actors change their voice drastically and others
1: it's the exact don't, same. and it's yeah, the yeah. exact same okay fair enough
0: it's not necessarily a bad thing because sometimes they're really good with that voice right and they fit whatever they right you almost get like typecasted but right. like you play that voice, like and it who, works.
1: Who, um, who voices, um, Joe Swanson on Family Guy?
0: Isn't it? Doesn't, uh, Seth Rogen voice like everybody on Family Guy? All the Seth
1: MacFarlane, sorry, voices, yeah, Seth MacFarlane my <laughs> voices almost everyone on Family Guy, but not not Joe Swanson. Joe Joe has a very distinct voice or Patrick Warburton is that his name? I, I think I honestly don't know. Okay, but regardless, he is it's it's the famous, you know, Hey Peter. It's like it's like down there. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty good by the way. That was that was <laughs> um, solid,
0: I'll give you that.
1: But he like that's such a distinctive voice and it fits so well for a lot of different things that he like he's just basically himself in every in every role he's he's voiced.
0: Like Keanu Reeves.
1: Yeah, Patrick Warburton. Oh, absolutely nailed it. Um, he was Kron- um, Kronk from The Emperor's New Groove.
0: Dude, I haven't seen that movie since I was like Goose seven.
1: Go. Goose go. That oh, yeah, guy, yeah. Um, and what else? Now that
0: you are saying that, it's yeah, coming see? back to me, like I remember his voice and more things.
1: One, one that I remember from the wee early days of my childhood is he played one of the sh- he played like the sheriff from Scooby Doo. You kids get out! Of here. Like something like that, you know? Right. But he just it's. It's very distinctive and it works very well as like, you know, this big, hulking, cool guy, you know? Yeah, it does. So It just, it just works. Makes sense. One of my favorite things to do though is identify, now that you mention it, is identify the, the voice actors who have changed their voice drastically. Like, you know how Tom Kenny voices SpongeBob? Yes. He also voices some characters in Rick and Morty. And some of them are like with his regular speaking voice. And part of this is just having seen enough media with like Tom Kenny interviews and like table reads and stuff like that that like that's Tom Kenny, but he's not doing Spongebob.
0: Right. So it right. doesn't
1: sound like Spongebob, it just sounds like Tom Kenny. But yeah. Regardless.
0: It's cool to find the people like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Voice acting is a very interesting.
1: It's fascinating
0: thing to me. I don't know. I don't know. It's it, it appeals to me so much more than regular 100%. acting. hundred percent. I think both are really cool. There's something about voice acting. It just, I don't know, maybe it's the, like, how limited it is. Yeah. Like you have to do everything, essentially, with you your voice. You have to do
1: more. Yeah, you have to be so, so much more expressive with your voice.
0: Absolutely. I think that's so cool.
1: It is really cool. It really
0: is like an art. I'd like to give my hand. Like, yeah, you might no. give it a shot. I, I don't
1: really I would know love exactly to. how to
0: start. I think that'd be cool. Maybe I, we I, should do a project where we can do some voice <laughs> that acting. That would
1: actually be pretty fun. i would be, be a would, good time. I, I think that would be really cool, because... I feel like I'm not super comfortable. Like I've I've never acted on stage, but mm-hmm. I've like I have plenty of experience on stage, like with music, right? Um, and being around actors and uh, like musical being cast. in the spotlight,
0: right? Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, but like in pit orchestra for musicals and with, with plays and stuff. So, I feel uh, like I've never really been comfortable in like the acting side of that. But I feel like in the booth, maybe it's maybe it would be even worse. I don't, know. I don't know. I've never tried. Like maybe it would be even more scary and like not stage frighty, but like you know what I mean.
0: It might be harder to get in character. It might be, exactly. You can't, like you're not there. You know what I mean. Or maybe it's much easier.
1: I don't know. I maybe guess we'd have to person. try. Uh, probably does depend on the person a lot. But no. how do we know unless we try? Who knows? Pretty cool. Have you ever seen the cast of SpongeBob warming up? No, I haven't. Oh, it's fantastic. It, th- this video went viral like a couple years ago but it's the cast of spongebob and they're like just talking like normal and it's just their process of slowly getting into character and just you see them you know just regular people sitting in their chairs or whatever and just slowly they transform into squidward or patrick or plankton or sandy and it's really fun to watch that's cool it is pretty cool clancy brown who plays Who voices Mr. Krabs Mm -hmm. is also a pretty prolific actor, and like you, 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 I'm sure you've, if not seen, at least heard of the Shawshank Redemption. Of course, one of the greatest movies of all time. It's it's classic. Have Have you seen it? No. (laughs) (laughs) No offense, but uh, just given your attitude towards not your attitude, but the way you treat like this 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 canon of movies like yeah no i it, definitely but I, i've never seen it i'm kind of the same way that's why i say thats i'm i'm d- very much like the same way
0: i mean you can talk about something and understand like exactly its impact without exactly. having seen it you yeah. know what i mean like like oh yeah i understand the impact of the american revolution did i see it <laughs> no <laughs> like, i wasn't alive
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay I, I i that's a compelling argument but regardless clancy brown plays um Byron Hadley, mm-hmm. who is this maniacal, horrible, evil prison guard, mm-hmm. and it's really funny because that, that was way back, I'm not sure when that movie was released, but it was certainly not the 2000s, it was definitely before the turn of the century, um, probably a good long while. It's an older movie.
0: 94.
1: 94, okay. Um, And Clancy Brown, he looks so young, like he, his hair is jet black and short, and now he's He's pretty old and his hair is long and gray. And it's just funny to, to see Byron Hadley, that character. And like if you close your eyes, you'll hear Mr. Krabs. <laughs> it's really funny because he's like this horrible person. He's threatening to like beat prisoners within an inch of their lives for the slightest infraction. And you close your eyes and you hear, arr,
0: arr, arr, arr,
1: arr. <laughs> that's and, and you open your eyes too. And you're like, that's Mr. Krabs. That's Clancy Brown. I know for like, you've seen the table readings. That is Mr. Krabs. It's wild. It's really funny.
0: Actors that go multimedia is, is pretty crazy. It's great. It's great. I don't know a lot of actors, like big Hollywood actors or anything, mm-hmm. but I do know a lot of like video game and dubbing actors mm, because they use, that, like, the same
1: that tracks 12 people. <laughs> okay, that also tracks. They,
0: they get, I mean, yeah, like, just like Hollywood, you get views used the similar people over and
1: over. Right, right, right.
0: Like Troy Baker, Laura Bailey, and yeah, you've Laura probably Bailey. played a game with them.
1: I've or heard, her. wasn't there some big drama that happened maybe a, mo- a couple months ago about someone... Getting contracted to voice something and then refusing the offer or something like that. You know what
0: I'm talking about? I'm not sure. I thought you were gonna talk about The Last of Us, but
1: maybe is is
0: that with Laura Bailey? Um, well, she's in the second game. She voices. Yes, that the, is one of the definitely what I'm talking about.
1: That's definitely what I'm talking about. And how like I think it was Ubisoft like totally lowballed her and she had no choice but to leave. And they like. Launched a smear campaign against her or something if it was like U-
0: that. If it was Ubisoft, it wasn't The Last of Us. It was probably Assassin's Creed. Is my huh. guess. Okay. I don't actually know, but that's my guess. That's kind of Ubisoft's big game in my mind.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Last of Us is Naughty Dog.
1: I see Naughty Dog. Wow. I don't think I've ever heard of them.
0: Crash Bandicoot. What? Uh, Jack and Daxter.
1: I've definitely heard of their games. Uncharted. But I've never heard of the studio. Uncharted. It's, wow. Yeah. Naughty Dog. Yeah. Those are pretty Naughty Dog. Those are Uncharted. pretty big. Mm-hmm. How have I not heard of that studio before? I don't know. That's they're, very strange. They're one
0: of Sony's like
1: I was big say, second party
0: party offerings with Insomniac and and to a lesser extent Sucker Punch as well.
1: Can you explain so are those properties of Sony?
0: I, I have to double check, but okay. they they are they're either third or second party studios, from my understanding. Like so
1: do they get like commissioned by Sony? Potentially. Okay.
0: I have to refresh. I okay. do know that they are very prominent Sony developers. I see, I see. That develop for Sony and do put out a lot of really quality titles. Mm-hmm. Like Insomniac does Ratchet and Clank. They did Resistance back in the PS3 area. And more recently, coming out tomorrow actually, Spider-Man 2. Ooh. Which I'm so excited for. At the I'm time not of recording play. this. I guess it'll have come out yesterday at yeah. the time yeah. a good chunk of you hear this. But, I know I'm not going to play it until winter break because if I do, I'm going to be glued to my dorm mm. bed and I will not do anything except play Spider-Man. Yeah, Like I did this summer when I played the original Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. So oh God. I love it.
1: Yeah. That, I, I could talk
0: about that game for a long time.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, so I just looked it up. It was Bayonetta three.
0: Oh,
1: was the, was the scandally scandalous thing. I know nothing about it, but I figured you might. But
0: I, I don't know much about The Scandal, but I do know about Bayonetta, and mm-hmm. I do really want to play Bayonetta. I haven't played it, mm-hmm. unfortunately. I have okay. a second one, though. Interesting. I'm going to play Bayonetta soon. It's a good and game. It does Allegedly. look
1: like, I, just from the brief, brief inspection, it does look like it was involving Jennifer Hale. Okay. But I don't know. Anyway, regardless, do you, have, have you ever seen Mrs. Doubtfire?
0: I don't think I have.
1: It's phenomenal. With Robin Williams.
0: I feel like I've seen clips maybe but probably like, like it's in the yeah, it's yeah, in yeah.
1: The, the ethos. So but. extremely, extremely brief plot overview. Robin Williams, um, his character gets divorced. He really wants to see his kids, but his wife doesn't let him. So he dresses up. And pretends to be an old woman so that he can babysit his kids.
0: This sounds like Big Mama, but with less action.
1: I, I I'm not familiar, but I'll regardless, Big Mama after them. It is hilarious. It is one of my favorite movies ever. It is so good. And one of the, one of its its quotes, one of its lines that Rhino Kirk and I reference all the time is from Robin Williams. So you know he is a very talented voice actor himself yes Extr- one of one of the greatest of oh, all absolutely. time absolutely, yes yeah. um and so <laughs> when he was i i think he lost his job too. his character um okay. so when he was like in an unemployment office or at divorce quarter regardless in some bureaucratic agency's office the woman behind the desk is you know asking about finding a job and she goes do you have any special talents and Robin Williams goes, yes, I do voices. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> uh, the, the phrase I do voices is used by Ryan O'Kirk and I extremely frequently, especially when we like nail a really good impression. Like, oh, yeah, I do voices. Um, the clip being, of course, she goes, what do you mean you do voices? And then he goes in this like five minute tirade of all these different impressions and they're all extremely funny and it's it's very entertaining.
0: I want to note real quick you said five minutes, and it, I, I not... thought in my head you were going to say tirade. And you said tirade.
1: That's funny. It but, wasn't quite five minutes. It was probably like a minute, but in the moment, right. it lasts a while. It's very point. funny. Yeah. So explain to me, Big Mama.
0: <laughs> so, Big Mama or Big Mama's house. I forget what. If you search Big Mama, you'll find it. Right. <laughs> I think it's uh, Tyler Perry okay I could be totally wrong here I don't remember exactly but the concept is that this secret agent guy has to do secret agent things and he he goes undercover as big mama I because see because big mama is this old lady that lives in this house mm-hmm. and she goes on a trip or something mm-hmm. and he goes and he dresses up as an old lady you know like an old old heavyset lady right named big mama right and he goes and he lives in the house, but <laughs> Big Mama's grandson uh-huh. and her and daughter come over to stay right. at the house, and he has to act like Big Mama to uh, them. I see, uh, while also leading a double life as himself, and he he falls in love with with the lady. But it's wow. it's hysterical. Yeah,
1: a similar. Def- I'm definitely picking up a similar vibe.
0: Really, really it, funny.
1: It, wherein he has like, I'm. Sh- I know there's a scene just from what you've said. I can tell there's a scene with like where he has to. Quick change between the two, between like the Big Mama costume and himself, like back and forth in the spans of like minutes.
0: I wish I could say that that scene does exist, but it's been so long since I've seen Big Mama. Yeah, that
1: I'm sure there are a lot of parallels. um, But Robin Williams, Mrs. Doubtfire, will always be the original in my heart, regardless of who came out first, which I'm not quite sure because I don't know. Are we, are we looking this up?
0: Uh, I guess so. I guess so. I mean, I imagine Mrs. Doubtfire is probably older than Big Mama. I think Big Mama's is either late 90s or early 2000s.
1: Mrs. Doubtfire is 93.
0: Uh, it is definitely than Big Mama. Yeah, I'm sure it was inspired Mama. by... Yeah, Big Mama was uh, 2000. Mm, mm-hmm. Followed so, by Big Mama 2 in oh, 2006. There, there you go. It, it had another sequel, too after that which i remember being really funny because i think in that one the son from the original grows up and he also does like Sea Guard agent thing oh with the dad and they still dress up as like big mama and ah,
1: that's funny it's hysterical clever
0: the only thing i remember from the third one is the janitor who falls in love with the uh, the son dressed as the woman mm. oh and the jan- they're about to get like attacked by the- these bad dudes And the janitor comes in and tases the guy, and he goes, I'm Curtis Cool, and I just fried this fool. (laughs) And my brother and I thought that was absolutely hysterical when when we were little.
1: I was going to say, how old were you? He was like
0: 14, 15. I was like 8 or 9.
1: I I was going to say, that sounds like peak humor for a small child. Absolutely. And I think
0: that's how these movies are best experienced.
1: Probably. Probably. Mrs. Doubtfire, I definitely think you can... I definitely think you can you can enjoy it at all ages, but there are some movies looking back now, I realize there are a lot of movies where you loved them as a kid, but they're just insufferable as not a child. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like, oh man, that's hard to watch. I can't quite think of any off the top of my head, but what about just, that
0: that one movie with the scientist goo that we talked about a long time ago now on the show? I think oh, it was like the no. second episode, like Igor? Oh, Flubber. Flubber. That was the name Flubber.
1: Also with Robin Williams.
0: I was going to say that had somebody like cool
1: in it. Yeah, yeah. No, that was great as a kid. And it, it, uh, I'm not sure. It was really good revisiting it just for like nostalgia purposes, but effectively, like, oh man it was it was clearly meant for children right and it's it's interesting to see that because like when you're a kid you're like oh this is a movie like i'm watching a film i'm going <laughs> to the cinema i am very distinguished and then you grow up and you're like wow that was just a cash grab for little kids like 100%. that's all that is yep and i think it's easier to recognize that now and like the things that are coming out now mm-hmm. as those things at versus
0: well, it is easier to see when you're an adult and not a child. Right.
1: <laughs> this is also <laughs> true. Are you a big fan of the cinema? I would I would ask that, but I know you're not, which is, I don't know.
0: Not like hard cinema now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, like,
1: yeah. I like things. I remember one time we were eating with someone. I fr- I'm not sure who. I, I, I genuinely, I'm not even going to like bother to make up a name because I genuinely forget his name, but you introduced us, and you were like, hey, guys, do you want to grab dinner? And we had dinner, and I asked him what his major was or something like that, and he was like, oh, I study, or I, I think he was, fil- was a film major yeah. or something, but he studied old, like, old um, foreign films. I remember who you're talking about.
0: He's not a film major. Okay. But he did watch old foreign films.
1: Yes, and I asked him, like, The Seventh Seal, and he goes, exactly like the seventh seal. And I remember my mind was blown because I thought, who else on this campus knows what the seventh seal is? And evidently it was that guy. And it was so, it was, it was perfect. So for context, the seventh seal is this old Swedish movie from like the 40s. And just that alone says everything you need to know about yeah. how popular it is among, like, youth today. But I was really glad that he not only, like, knew it, but, like, probably wrote a paper on it or something. He
0: actually did.
1: That's he, awesome.
0: The way we met, we were in a news outlet here together for a mm-hmm. little bit. I, mm-hmm. I'm not a part of it anymore, but he was writing a retrospective-type piece mm-hmm. on that movie, on yeah. The Seventh Seal. So
1: That's so It was cool. very timely yeah yeah that is super cool 1957 it was still old still old in black and and white a
0: swedish movie in black and
1: white in swedish uh oh it was so fun but i i just lit up when i was like of course he would know because like what person who studies old foreign films that's like the seventh seal is like when you hear old foreign films like that's what you think of that's the old old foreign foreign film film. (laughs) Exactly. So, oh, that was but that was fun. That was fun. That to me is like cinema, you know? Oh, yes. Cinema.
0: What are your take what's your take on animated movies in cinema?
1: I enjoy them. I love them. I, I definitely think so too.
0: Almost preferred to live action in my opinion. Really? Sometimes, yeah. I I, mean, I really like I've always liked animation. Of lot. course. I mean, I've watched anime I and think, other cartoons since I was
1: right. sentient. I think you can probably be a lot more expressive with animation. I agree. That's part not, of the reason I like it so much. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, it's easier to have
0: fantastical things happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm.
0: you can just draw it.
1: Yeah, there you go. Or
0: animate it or it's, render it or something, you know.
1: Right. It's, there's a lot less between the creative mind and the, the audience. That's, yeah, there's a lot exactly. less. Exactly. There's a lot fewer, there many, much fewer barriers there um, to hinder the creative vision. Uh, which i think is is definitely super cool. I know a lot of purists are like, "Oh no, you can't have an animated movie win best picture or whatever." Like, no, you absolutely can. Like they're they're super cool, you know. I am 100%. I've always sharing been, in your opinion. Yeah. I think
0: that's so stupid people yeah. look down on animation just cuz it's animated. It's I've,
1: like come on. Okay. Okay, buddy. All right. Okay, boomer. All right. <laughs> okay, boomer. I've always subscribed to the belief that any if it's if it's a feature length it doesn't matter what it is. If it's good, it should be able to win Best Picture. I like, agree. You know, I remember Parasite, there was a big stink about, oh, it's, well, it's in Korean. You can't have a Korean movie win Best Picture? Like, are you crazy? Like, why not? Why not? In what universe does that make sense? I don't know. That's just my opinion. But I 100% agree with you. I think artistically, there's nothing. Someone, oh, I forget who it was. I forget if it was the director of Parasite or another famous non-English or non-American, non-English speaking director. But regardless, someone who made foreign movies, or foreign again to the United States, someone who made movies that were not in English, uh, a, a powerhouse in that respective domain, once said, if you are willing or able, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, if you are willing or able to overcome the literal two-inch barrier that is subtitles, you will enter a world of incredible movies and media absolutely and so I, I i don't mind subtitles at all
0: i have honestly if i'm watching something with subtitles most of the time i don't even realize i'm reading them i just yeah. absorb the meaning exactly i've watched i've exactly. used subtitles since i was like 12 yeah consistently like Sub- all the time subtitles anime is how I've, i just yeah i just took it in right, right, right. I, now i have no problem reading absolutely ever so i can almost multitask
1: yeah it, it, it is interesting how that works. Multimedia stuff, creative, weird, outlet y things, or creative, weird stuff. I say weird, animated, all that. All of it is, if it's feature length, it can definitely, in my book, win best picture, provided it's good, obviously,
0: which it usually is. Amen to that. And I think on that note, we should probably finish up here. I today. think so too. So Just about out of time. Thank you all very much for listening. Again, we always appreciate it. Very Hope much you
1: so. Very sincerely. Thank you very much.
0: If you're not following us on the Instagram and the Twitter, make sure you follow us there. I put a lot of work into the <laughs> drawings there. Right? Oh, yeah. I, I won't stop saying
1: it. I'm really proud of
0: some of them. Some of them are pretty
1: funny. You better check them out. You should. Yeah. It's
0: a good time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, once again, thank you for listening. Yes. Really appreciate it. Very much so. Have a happy, healthy rest of your day.
1: Make it as good as you can make it.
0: Doodles.
2: Yeah.